0: To the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grande. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Sunday evening for Monday's eight-game main slate. James kicking off yet another week of fantasy basketball content here. The season's been looking pretty good. Uh, and A nice little eight-gamer to kick off the
1: week. Yeah, it should be a lot, uh, a lot of fun right in the, right in our range. We say this pretty much every time it's a slate like this. But six to eight. <laughs> six to eight games we mention every time. We love this type of slate. We got a lot of back-to-backs too, John. Brooklyn, the Knicks, the Warriors are in a back-to-back. The Hornets are in a back-to-back. The Kings are in a back-to-back. So lots of back-to-backs, potential resting opportunities. A lot of guys are already ruled out as well. We know LeBron James is out. They've... the. The 76ers already ruled all their guys out. I saw, who else did I see was ruled out? DeAndre Ayton is ruled out again. So the the ghost of Frank, Frank Kaminsky lives one more day. Michael Porter Jr. Not that he's even been active this year, but he's he's out again, John. I don't he's, don't
0: know if... he's been doing a lot of suicides. You know? A lot of
1: suicides. Getting him, get himself in shape for uh, the stretch run. But yeah, so we got a lot of injuries to deal with, a lot of back-to-backs to deal with. So there's... A lot of fluidity going into Monday Slate. So again, this podcast serves as a first look. It serves as like an opening, open door of our research. Don't take everything we say as gospel because there could be a lot to change. But definitely a a good place to start your research. And then all the stuff that comes out of Fantasy Alarm afterwards is really the meat and potatoes.
0: Yeah, well, so let's kick this off here. At the point guard position, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, James on DraftKings, I think all for the first time all season, we have four point guards over ten thousand dollars. Uh Harden not worth the 10 grand. Westbrook, I mean, ugly, ugly yeah. performance the other day against Portland. One of 13 shooting, just 29 fantasy points at 10 nine for him. You know, Luca's been very hit or miss this year. I right? know 50 53 fantasy points in back to back games, but 53 at 10 sevens, like just at the mark. And and sort of same with Steph Curry, I don't think I want to spend 10K for any of these guys, even given the matchup situations for them. I would be
1: most inclined to play Westbrook. He, He bounces back here against Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a definite path. Charlotte on a back to back, they're not, they're a very poor defensive team coming into. Sunday's game, they were dead last in defensive rating, so they're a bad defensive team, we know there's no LeBron, and there's potentially no Anthony Davis, so I would go back to the well with Westbrook, because look, whether or not he had a bad game, how many one of 13, like, he's never been an efficient scorer, but he's never been one of 13 bad, so I'm willing to go back to the well on Westbrook, and that's not paying 10-7 for for Luka, because like you said, I mean, he's shown a ceiling that's 5x right now, and Curry's been Kind of not great lately. We know he can pop off, so GPPs only, and then Harden, no thanks.
0: Yep, the 9K tier below, Trey Young against Golden State, kind of interesting there. Uh, John Morant against Minnesota. DeAndre Russell, you mentioned it's questionable, right? So something to pay attention to for that one. And then LaMelo Ball gets a little bit of a bump in price from what we've seen him. He has the Westbrook matchup for him. He's at 9,000 on the dot.
1: I don't think I'm gonna pay for Trey. 31 and 13, and he still just gives us 53 fantasy points. I, I I don't know what it is. He's just not the upside just really isn't there. If you want to play it in cash, that's fine. Don't love the upside. I think Ja's good. I'm gonna see Pat Bev. Four for 17 was clearly his worst shooting night of the of the year. So I think there is a, a bounce back in his cards, but LaMelo in tournaments, great play. I just I think I just like the next here. Like, I think Chris Paul's even a little too expensive, even though Chris Paul's been great lately. I think Kyle Lowry is interesting at 7'9, coming off a uh, triple double, 57 fantasy points. He's a little expensive, but I don't know, John. I guess as I keep going, I'm just not in love with this point. This is like the first time in quite a while that I've looked at point guard and been like, yeah, I just feel like spending down. Yeah, listen, I, I kind of agree with you. Spending down at the position, it's,
0: you know, looking at this slate and some of the guys that are on it, I think it certainly makes sense for sure. If you're looking at, you know, again, the multi-position eligibility also helps that, but there are a lot of guys that we kind of like here in the value tier that we, we talk a lot about, you know, Maxi, Poole, Graham, that's sort of like your mid-tier there. And then you've been someone that's been touting pretty heavily, Davion Mitchell. We talk about Patrick Beverly, your guy, Gary Payton, even. I think we have to continue to kind of mention the conversation.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like what I'm thinking. I'm also thinking about the Philly guys as well because we know they're all going to be out again. Simmons out, Harris out, Thibel out, Isaiah Joe out. So Cork questionable, Danny Green questionable. Like if Shake Milton starts again, how do you not play Shake Milton at 5,200 yeah. in current form? So all those guys, it's just like we're getting. Beginning of the year, everyone's too low everyone's too cheap now everyone's too expensive the pep pep thing i'm willing to go back to well they looked like crap and he fouled out and memphis is a bad defensive team so i'd be willing to go there if if russell sat kemba maybe on a second night of a back-to-back where he didn't play he's gonna be the freshest nick of them all 5500 i kind of like that price specifically anytime it starts creeping over that mark i don't love but yeah all the guys you mentioned davion mitchell Second leg of a back to back is fine. Beverly's fine. Monty Morris, probably. Okay. I wanted to see what the status was there. And definitely Gary Payton. I mean, I, I, I... I mocked you the
0: other day, but he got that extra run there again at the end. And he is, uh, you know, what am I going to say? He a, it was a 126 85 game. He went seven of 10. So we'll see what happens tonight. If against Houston. It's going to be another blood. He's probably going to get a lot of extra run there. So it's, it's hard to ignore. But you say they also just like him in general. So maybe something we should pay attention to here. Excuse me. <clears throat> at the shooting guard, are you having the same same feelings of the top tier versus, you know, spending down to that middle uh, grouping of guys? I mean, Ann Edwards is 8K. Zach Levine's 86.
1: Devin Booker's is the top price guy at 92. Not paying 92. I know it's the Kings. And it's a great spot. And Booker went off. So, like, I guess from that regard, like, maybe. But do we picture Devin Booker as a $9,200 player when I he's don't. gone for he, – I mean, he's – that means we're looking for, what, 46, right? He has done that twice in a row, granted. Right. Um, but only three times this year. He's done that three times in eight games where he's given us even 45 fantasy points. I would rather start with Edwards. Uh, I know Russell practiced. He's questionable. I would like Edwards at 8K. That's the lowest price tag in a couple of slates. Four sl- this is the fourth slate where he's been yep. 8K, mm-hmm. but it's the, the cheapest of the four. So I'd be willing to go back to the well with Edwards. So that's probably where I'd start my exposure. I'm not paying 86 for Levine either. Uh, I know he's really good, but he scored 32 actual. He had nine rebounds, and he still only gave us 47 fantasy points. Like he needs to have a Herculean performance to to get us like really sh- strong upside. And as long as everyone's healthy in Chicago, it's not going to happen. So
0: Edwards, Edwards and below for me. Mid-tier guys that stick out to me, even in Denver, I know it's a tough matchup, but like you know, Tyler Heroes, I think just kind of always yeah. at, at a spot where he should be uh, considered. Same thing kind of goes there. I know he's struggled, but at some point, Rosier is going to get going. I mean, he's two for 14 shooting three over the last two games. He, he is a better three-point shooter than that. So I feel like there's going to be a rhythm at some point where he's going to snap in. Gives you some late-night exposure there in that Lakers matchup. It's it's too bad that the Kings are on a back-to-back because it kind of goes with your jump shooters on a back-to-back narrative. Yeah. And we saw Buddy Heald struggle in that back-to-back uh, the other day. Uh, but as I've mentioned to you before, James, and I'll say it again here on this podcast, right now the Suns are allowing the most three-pointers per game to opposing teams. So tonight Buddy Heald is 5 of 12 shooting three. That's what he does the, the, in terms of three point percentage allowed. The sons of the second worst team in the league, allowing, I think it was like 39% from three or 38% from three. So, a team you would think is staunch defensively, actually, this year hasn't been on the perimeter in healed. That's what he does. He shoots three pointers. So, uh, you know, how much are you going to take into account on the back to back here for him? And how much are you going to take into account the matchup?
1: I guess we have it's to... not a travel back to back if that makes a difference. They're home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that is something to consider because it was in Utah and then home. So I guess it's not like a far trip, but it's still there was still travel involved. So it's fair point. I mean, yeah, I think we should take it into consideration. He did only play twenty three minutes in that game. That's that's the problem. He's played like thirty in every other game this year, but twenty three on the back to back, I don't know. I mean, he's a tournament play anyway, right? Yep. we list So that's where I'd slot him in, tournaments. Just know it could potentially take a dip in minutes or miss all the shots because it is back-to-back. But uh, tournaments are fine for Buddy Hield. Seth Curry, uh,
0: what is going on with Seth Curry's price tag? Why is he 58 with all these guys still out? He just, like,
1: doesn't – he's a good scorer, right? He just doesn't, like, do much else. I mean, sure, no, he, he had a he game
0: – Yeah, he doesn't need to –
1: he doesn't need to, like – have monster games though at fifty eight hundred. Fair, that's fair. And hey, man, we just saw Ricky Rubio actually score thirty seven. He ended up with thirty seven points, not fantasy, real life points uh, against the Knicks. And it's something that we said from the from the outset of the season that the Knicks have Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker in their backcourt. So yeah, I think I think that's a fair a fair point to make. Seth Curry, all the guards, all the the Philly guards, I think are in play. I I really do. I think Maxi we didn't mention, in play. He's been much better. He's playing massive minutes, John, 44, 45. We didn't mention him, but he's not sitting. Shake Milton started again, 35 minutes after playing 34 the game before. If Cork Moss plays, guy who went 9 of 13 from the floor, 36 fantasy points, and then Seth Curry, 58. And I think... If you want the leverage on the other guys, play Curry, right? Because they're all other. the other three are going to be – I mean, Korkmaz and Milton are definitely going to be high-owned if Danny Green sets again. So if you want leverage in tournaments, then Seth Curry is your guy.
0: Yep. Anybody else on your radar? Are you
1: ready to go to small forward? Let's see. No. No? Mm. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I just – You can come
0: back to it if you see somebody. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, so I'm looking right now and this is interesting. For the third time all season Kevin Durant is now below $10,000. We were paying 10 6 10 well we weren't, but he was priced at 10 6 10 8 10 5 10 3 last four slates. He is 9 9 against against Chicago in this spot. Does a sub 10k Durant appeal to you?
1: I mean it's appealing. But what do you think, like, okay, we've gotten 70-point upside in a ceiling game, right? Triple-double. Absolute mm-hmm. ceiling. I mean, not a, I won't, let, let me rephrase. That's what we've gotten as a ceiling. Can he do it? Sure. But he's been really good. He's been really safe. Maybe cash games? I mean, it's a back-to-back. Going to Chicago after being in Canada. I don't know. Cash games? Possibly, it's a. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I think it's fine. I'll Uh, say
0: unlike a regular back-to-back, they did play the early game on Sunday.
1: Yeah, so they probably get to Chicago early. I mean, it's a. I'm not like I don't hate the play. We love Kevin Durant, the player. Just. I'll say it doesn't.
0: I'll say that he's definitely a cash game play, but it also doesn't take much from what he's giving us to have a monster game, right? Like he's filling he's giving you at minimum three categories of production points rebounds and assists every night right he's occasionally he's giving you a block or two occasionally he's giving you a steal or two it just takes a like a 10 percent more for him to all of a sudden give you 60 right so that that's kind of how i look at it and in, in the chicago is a good team right so if this is a competitive game, if it goes back and forth, if it's if there's a potential for an overtime even, like obviously a guy like Durant at under 10K is always going to stick out to me, I think, when, when we have the opportunity to potentially invest in him. So that's, that's fair. something to look at there. After that, if we're looking at small forward, Butler in Denver at 93. Again, it's in Denver. Don't love it, but this could be a competitive game for Miami. I know Butler's been down... A little bit frequent recently, so he wasn't the gangbusters as he was when we started the season. But something to at least consider. Uh, Bridges is under 8K again, finally. I know we were you were getting a little nervous, paying 81, 82. He had a bad game against Sacramento when you played him. Finally, <laughs> uh, now he's 77, a number we haven't seen since October for him, and he
1: has the Lakers here. Thank you for reopening my scar. You're Tom. welcome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Lakers haven't been good. They haven't been good defensively. No either. LeBron, right? Yeah, if there's no AD, I think it's definitely appealing. So I'll I'll sit there. If there's no AD, I'm in.
0: Harry B., of course, even on a yep. back-to-back, is always yep. a lock-and-load guy for us. Barrett, any interest here? I know, bad game. I know he had a bad game against Cleveland.
1: I don't love the price, but it's... Like, I would probably play Will Barton over, for $1,100 cheaper. No Michael Porter. Okay. I think Barton's a great tournament play. I know it's not the easiest matchup, but I think that's a great tournament, probably in cash too. Truthfully, without Porter, he took 19 shots. Mike Porter left in the first quarter of that game. Josh Hart, I think, is back in play, especially if there's no Ingram. I mean, he's going to play 30 minutes.
0: That's just a killer to some of my 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 seasonal teams. I have a lot
1: of Ingram this year, so. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's. Uh, the injury. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just injury. Like it's a great a great pick. He's just and then. I don't like, I just don't love the value. Like, maybe why did Bain played, play 21 blowout? Blowout? uh, they played it was a blowout, but I also think is Kyle Anderson getting more run? No, I mean, he has kind of been getting more run, yeah.
0: But th- th- this was the blow. I remember again talking about th- uh, ignore all reason. Listen, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I, we're, we're not above the things that we preach for you guys not to do as well. Sometimes we're we're too. Uh, hard-headed on things, when all of the research that you do points to not playing a person, don't play that person. <laughs> Agreed. Don't think that you are smarter than the statistics. To put some context to what that is, uh, James and I we play on Prize Picks. And we've talked about Prize Picks here before. We stopped giving plays for Prize Picks on the podcast because they stopped releasing the props the night before for us to even talk about, so uh, we couldn't add that in anymore. But it doesn't ban against the Wizards, and surprisingly, the Wizards are among the best team in the NBA defending the perimeter on prospects that night, the other night, Desmond Bain's three point prop was just a two over under two. He's he, at the time he was averaging three and a half. I think it was like 3.3 or 3.4 three pointers per game. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, all the numbers say the, the wizards defend the perimeter very well. This, this is going to be a tough spot for Bain, but I figured maybe the volume and just his, he's a good three point shooter. It would overcome, and uh, he went one for four, and we, we missed the prop. So if all the numbers and all the research is telling you not to do a, use a play, trust the research. There's trust the a,
1: research. Agreed.
0: What it's there for. Uh, anybody else? Bruce Brown still playing a lot of minutes. Played 33 again today. 4,400. 100 playing Dozier. minutes. Struggling, but playing minutes.
1: P.J. Dozier. I would like to see who's going to start in uh, place of Michael Porter.
0: Okay. But Dozier is uh, definitely an interesting one because we've – he's had moments
1: for us before yeah and he's he kind of can like do he kind of does like a lot of things when he's on the floor mm-hmm. just interesting little piece also and i pointed this out to you the other night and i confirmed it the wolves moved Torian and prince into the lineup over Josh Kobe was the kogi was the victim john cuz is
0: not good so yeah he
1: didn't play a single minute in that game and prince played 24 in a little foul trouble, $3,200. So, yeah. and this is a, a, a much better matchup. Maybe if he starts again, I'd think about Torian Prince, 3200
0: Okay. Uh, Power forward at the top. I mean, Anthony Davis, again, if, maybe if he plays,
1: he's oh, questionable. Oh, I think definitely if he plays because Charlotte is trash. Yeah. For sure. Def- defensively trash. They're yeah. they're fun offensively. Thoughts on DDR, $8,200? he has been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, It's probably probably cash, probably cash and single entries, right? Like there's some tournament appeal for me because he's given us 50. He's not like 85, 86. Right. He's in that low 8K range where there's still upside, and he's given us 50. So probably like cash and single entry tournaments, but like, and then if you're building ten lineups, he's in a couple, but. That's probably how I feel about Durant as well, by the way. Just like throwing that, circling sure. back to that, Will. It's probably the same. Him and Durant, like obviously different tier of player, but like same feeling on both.
0: Sure. All right. What about the mid-tier here? What What's uh, powerful what's jumping out to
1: Draymond in the competitive game stands out to me. 30 fantasy points in an absolute route where he was in foul trouble. He's really filling it up this year, man. He looks, he looks really good. So... I think Draymond is someone that stands out. Porzingis looked really good in that game against your Celtics. He looks healthy. And if we're going to get 30 minutes, I mean, he's only 6,700. Look, if Porzingis stays healthy, there, it is only a matter of time before he's only a matter of time because he is talented. He just hasn't put it together and stayed healthy in Dallas. So 6,700, he's going to be popular. I, I suspect he's popular, at least. Jaron Jackson tournaments, even though he's been better he's been able to stay a little healthy Carmelo obviously in play if Anthony Davis sits come on I Carmelo mean, Carmelo yeah Carmelo's great and then you go down to Frank the Tank if I mean Aiden's already out so they're gonna start McGee yep. and they're gonna play him for a few minutes and then Frank the Tank's gonna play all all the minutes half that so I think Frank the Tank is, stands out like a sore thumb also something to note the other day Philly started Paul Reed John at power forward. Yeah. Yep. So if there's no Danny mm, I Does it mean so he
0: started, but he still only played twenty two minutes.
1: Yeah, so I think I, I don't know why I just like glossed over Niang. I would definitely rather Niang. So good good catch on that. Definitely rather Niang. I just thought it was interesting that they started Reed. And he was super he had, like all of those five rebounds, he had like four offensively and they're like a couple putbacks. So just I'd rather play Niang, but worth it. To to mention he's 3300 on
0: DraftKings like right. I'll yes. also throw our guy Vanderbilt in there again. Foul trouble got to him again against the Clippers. 22 minutes he had five fouls. Two eight two and one for 16 and a half fantasy points T- total tournament dart throw play. And he's not even as cheap as he had been. But this is a guy that when he is able to avoid fouls, 13 and eight, 10 and eight, 10 and 13 against Milwaukee a few games back. So like he can be that guy. He just needs to avoid fouling people. So it, it'll be interesting to see if you want to kind of make it, make a play and potentially toss him in a lineup or not. Already, is it just point chasing? Would be elites at this point, I imagine. The blowout yeah. run is what
1: it's getting. So yeah, I mean, he still only played 18 minutes. It's also interesting. He, I mean, like Iguodala had 10 assists in that game. It's sure. like they just had some wild stuff happen. Iguodala sitting Sunday. So, maybe if Iguodala didn't play Monday. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay.
0: Uh, Center, Jokic against Miami at
1: 11K. With no Michael Porter. This is where it still feels like there's upside to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, we've gotten a handful of 60s and 70s, whereas, like, we haven't with the the guys that are priced high in the last couple positions. Am I I wrong? Like, we're still getting... And he's not even giving us, like, only five assists per game. I get it. It's a really tough matchup, and there's obvious foul trouble in the cards here against Bam because Bam's very aggressive. But, like, he can give us 70 on the at the drop of a hat. But, John. I was, uh, oh, I mean, but are you, are you, are I you mean, going JoJo? Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, he's under 10K, and all those guys are out, and he gets the next. It's just like... Okay, dude.
0: Yeah, okay. if you want to recap what what the Cleveland Cavaliers did tonight to the New York Knicks frontcourt, Jared Allen had 18.17 boards, four assists, and two steals. Uh, Evan Mobley had 26, nine, and five, just kind of tearing them apart. So uh, defensively, the Knicks not as staunch as they were last.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment of the situation. And um, again, there's nobody there for JoJo. Like he's just going to get all the offense is going to run through him. He's just looked good everywhere, and he's ninety eight hundred. So he's honestly point per dollar probably my favorite spend up.
0: Right, you say that, it's, but you said spend up, good, good, good thing he said that. Valentinus gets Dallas.
1: Hmm. And if there's no Ingram, I mean, if, even if there is Ingram, like I mean, he's a he's
0: a monster. So, a monster. so
1: you know, no the only time he, the only
0: time he's disappointed us lately is was that back to back. Yep, it's that back to back.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, still doing the minutes, huh? Uh, and mean, even on the even on the disappointment levels, 14 and 11 that game. So. <laughs> I know, and they got blown out, so you, you get a full compliment of run. You never know. I mean, yeah, you. The good thing is you can play them both. You play JoJo and you play Jave. You got what do we got left, John? We got uh 5200 a player, so more more than like doable to. Yeah, the only, the only site you can't play them both is Fanduel.
0: Yahoo, you can also play them both if you want. Good point. Yeah. Capella against Golden State's interesting. I know Draymond obviously is a tough
1: spot, but like Capella just grabbing every rebound that's available to him. So. Yeah, I think it's safe. 7100. I mean, last year we had like a thing. Anytime he was at our 8K, I mean he was yeah. he was doing more. I think like offensively he see, it felt he felt a little more aggressive than he's being now, but yeah I can I can definitely get behind that and and the next tier of guys like yeah pretty trash pretty trash. Hundred percent. There isn't there's
0: nothing really right. There's, like, there's, no there's
1: no nothing really no there is nothing. It is if Anthony Davis sits and I've told you this a couple times, it's Dwight and even Dwight only played 15. I mean look that game wasn't competitive, but. And AD Dwight did go-
0: play the first half. If maybe was out, then right. maybe
1: he would have got more minutes. Right. And Dwight goes for twenty two fantasy points in fifteen minutes. So I'm and it's Charlotte. So like I'm telling you, like, I am in on Dwight Howard. I mean, even DeAndre had twenty he had twenty minutes and twenty fantasy points, John. I mean I, I probably still like Dwight more, but I think those would probably be the only is there how how do you play anyone else? Is there anyone else we could even consider? Who did who did that da- They Dallas only played Dwight Powell twenty two minutes the other night. So who yeah. did they? They played Bob John. They gave Boban fifteen minutes. Did he go for forty eight fantasy points? Oh, uh, I didn't. That was two games ago. He didn't even play. He didn't even play last night. He did have he did have a big game. Eight 43. for ten shooting. Seventeen and five and fifteen, yeah. He had a, a whiteside
0: game. What whiteside tonight what a what a hilarious skit. Fourteen minutes for Whiteside tonight, twelve points, ten rebounds, and a
1: block. Who did who played against the Celtics though? They played Powell twenty three minutes. They played DFS maybe? They just played small ball against the Celtics. They oh no, they just played Porzingis. What am I thinking? Just, yeah, Porzingis twenty eight minutes at center. Yeah. Yeah, and he's only a power forward on DraftKings, even though everyone has well, good for you, DraftKings. Don't turn into a fandal. Uh So that wraps up our look here. Eight
0: games. Uh, I'll be on the playbook. Uh, I think James is... I, I'm on the showdown. On the showdown right up Showdown right All right. So James is on the showdown right up I am on the playbook. We'll have the full company of content for you all to kick off this week. If you have any questions, where to get us in Discord. Remember, Discord hours are 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. We will do our best to engage with you as promptly as we can while we are doing a lot of our other chores here at Fantasy Alarm, but we are there to help you guys and answer your questions and help you guys win your contests. But for now, we will uh, catch you guys tomorrow.